Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. More than 50% of marriages have experienced infidelity. Are you part of this statistic? Most of the men I've met have always told me they're unhappy at home. The other women reveal the signs you should look for. These guys are selling y'all a bunch of lines. But if they're so happy at home, why are they coming to look for women like us? It wasn't just about sex. They come to us to share their problems at home. The clues that might be right in front of your face. I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. If it matters to you, that's what I want to talk about. Ten seconds to end. Love you. Well, thank you. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Six, ready, camera five. Three, take track. Go, Dr. Phil. Let's do it. Well, as you may know, because you sent them, I get a lot of questions from viewers about cheating, having affairs, people wondering, why does this happen? Who would do something like this? How can I spot it, and how can I keep it from happening to me? Well, you may not like some of the answers that you hear today, but we are going to have what may be the most honest, unvarnished discussion about this topic you have ever heard. Today, we're going to shed some light on infidelity and finding out how you can protect your own marriage as well as understanding what really goes on with this group. Now, let me tell you, this may not be who you think it is. Because these women behind me are all mistresses. The other women that sleeps with somebody else's husband. They're members of a mistress's anonymous support group. And they feel that the man is also to blame since he lies and cheats to them. And in some cases on them. Now I know what you're thinking. Women cheat too and you're right. But today the focus is on the men. Now, most quality research suggests that about 22 to 25 percent of married men in the United States admit to cheating. Now, Judy, for example, is currently in a 15-year affair with a married man. She says she wants to leave him, but fears that she'll let him back into her life if she does. So, Judy, you're in an affair with a married man for 15 years, correct? Yes. And you knew he was married when you started. He told me he was separated. I didn't know he was married. He told you he was married but separated? Yes. So you knew he was married? Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's not an essay question. I mean, <laughs> no, it's not. But to me, separated meant that he had the intention of leaving. Okay, and how soon after that did you find out that, in fact, he wasn't separated? Probably four or five months. You actually divorced your husband? Yes. To marry this guy? That was my hope, yes. But he didn't divorce his wife? No. And so you got stiffed. You, he, he, didn't, he didn't do what he said, and you did. Right. Okay. And tell me why you're doing this. I think I stayed through most of it, I was raising my two children alone. I didn't want to do the Brady Bunch thing. I didn't want to get remarried. I didn't want to have that confusing dynamic. So 
it worked for me for a while. What's he been telling you that keeps you coming back, not just month after month, but year after year after year? When I'm with him, I feel like I'm the best possible Judy that I can be. He makes me feel like I am the best possible human that I can be. But then when he leaves, I feel horrible. So it's like an addiction, I guess. You've even tried to help him leave her, right? Yeah, I did. Like you took a naked photo of you and him and put it on her window at work? Yes, I did. I did. Um. I wanted the truth to be known. I didn't, my parents know I was seeing him. My children know I was seeing him. I wanted her to know that but I was But he's the one him. that's lying and cheating. Why would you punish her? Why would you try and inflict pain on her? Because I thought that that would make her leave him and then I would get him. Okay, where's Deb? You say that you've dated a lot of married men, right? I've had two. I've met several, but I would say relationships with two. Yeah. One, one over 10 years, one for about six months. Did you believe also that these married men were going to leave their wives and come with you? No, my, my story is a little bit different. I became addicted to him. He, I, like you said, I feel it was a little bit of coercion. I really feel that he had this power over me that I can't explain. It was almost like an addiction. Now, Sarah, you've been involved with a lot of married men as well, right? Yes, I have. Okay. In fact, you've turned this into kind of a business. I wish it was a business. No, I do it all for free. Well, what do you mean you haven't tried to turn it? You've written a book about it, yes, right? I've written a book about it. Um, and, and, and you have a website about it. Mm -hmm. I do all my work for freedom. My book um, is currently not in the shops. Um, we just use it as a trade manual for ourselves. Well, you, you self-published it, yes. right? Okay. But, and what do, you what do you talk about in this book, Having an Affair? Basically, I try to expose the lies that married men tell to lie to two women, which is us and the wife. And I always say that the mistress and the wife has so much in common because we're both sharing half of one man, whereas he's getting the best out of two women. So we're both with a liar and a cheat, but we both tend to hate each other because that's the way it goes, but we're really in the same situation. So my book is to highlight those kind of things and to try to stop women dating married men or to get out of the relationships they're in with them. Okay. But you say you have a lot in common with the wives. I think a lot of them might disagree with you about that. Mm -hmm. uh, you may have some things in common in that you're sharing a man, mm -hmm. but it's their man. But if they're so happy at home, why are they coming to look for women like us? Most of the men I've met have always told me they're unhappy at home. Do you take any responsibility for this, or is it the men that are like, I mean, because you know they're married. In fact, you say you actually pursue married men. I don't think I said that. You don't, you don't pursue married men? No, I don't. You said, and I quote, I fell into a pattern of pursuing married men. That's what I became attracted to. I don't remember saying that, and I have not pursued. I'd say they pursue us. Do you try to make money out of this with the guys? I mean, do you try to get them to take care of you? No, but I say that if you're dating, and even if you're a single girl dating a single wealthy boyfriend, you know, everybody likes to be spoiled, so if he has the capacity to do it, I think a married man should treat his other woman the same that he would his wife, or if not better. If you are going to be involved with a man who's giving you the crumbs of his time, treat him like he's treating you and get something out of it, because the married man is the one that's getting everything out of it. His life is enriched by having certain voids filled by another woman. 
And I've had this told to me by a, a man I was involved with for a very long time, who actually was my wake-up call because he broke my heart. And he told me that because of my relationship with him, he was able to go home and be a better father and a better husband because he was no longer searching for the emotional connection that his wife refused to meet. So I was helping him, and I was at home, an absolute wreck, because I'm in love with a guy who's so going So you felt home. like you were doing a service for this family? Yeah. Care in the community, I call it. You, you were helping him be a better father wow. and a better husband. So you were actually was, like a therapist. Yeah, I was so far in denial at the time. I mean, my man used to come to me four hours a day, four days a week, telling me all his problems. I mean, it wasn't just about sex. So he, we're, there's support system. They come to us to share their problems at home, their problems at work, their problems with life. And then they go back home all invigorated, and rejuvenated, and go on with their marriage. I think we, this is going to come out wrong, but I think we actually help their marriage because they're able to come vent with us. So you think you actually help their marriage? I do. So In many you know, I mean, I don't want to help the marriage, but I think that that's what they come to us for. Well, no, that's an interesting theory, uh, and, and we'll talk about that. I have to take a break, but then we'll talk about that. When we come back, we're going to meet the other women on stage. We're going to find out, do single women go after men in committed relationships? Uh, and next, the answer with a social experiment that you are not going to want to miss. We'll be right back. drawn to someone else's man. Now, a recent study says yes. Uh, you meet a guy and he's taken and his approval rating goes way up. It's like somebody else wants him, so there must be something there. Well, we decided to put that research to the test and we sent an actor into a local bar with a wedding ring on to see how single women responded. Take a look. Hey, I'm here at a popular club. It's Friday night in Los Angeles. A lot of beautiful women coming here. Let's go find out if it's true that women really do prefer men who are attached. Can I join you for a couple of minutes? Let me just say this. Let's say you have a husband, you marry him, and next thing you know, he gains 50 pounds and turns into a bastard. Well, picture that as my wife, but a woman. remind me a lot of her when she was young and beautiful and nice. When's your divorce final? <laughs> Can I get your phone number? Even though my friend knew he was married and she still lived with the woman, she did, my friend did give him his, her phone number. Can I have a kiss on the cheek? All right. Bingo, bingo. to nine girls and uh, three of them gave me their phone numbers and they knew I was married. 
and the others didn't, and they didn't want anything to do with me. There really are some girls that just don't care and seem to actually be more attracted to me because I was married. Well, Brett is here, and he's actually not married. So you, <laughs> Brett, you put this ring on and you went in. How many phone numbers did you get? Three. Three phone numbers? Three. With a wedding ring on? Absolutely. Girls saw the ring and gave you their number anyway, said call me. Absolutely. I was blatant about it. You had some people that gave you the stiff arm, right? Said, hey, you know, we don't get away, you're married. Some girls were upholding the, the sanctimony of marriage, absolutely. All right. I, I want to talk some more about this. Uh, Sarah Simons is a former mistress, and she says that she's here with women from her online support group, Judy, Deborah, who we've talked to, uh, Martina, Brenda, and Alyssa. There's always this old saying about honor among thieves. You, you've had these affairs and then gone and written about them. Uh, do you feel bad about that at all? That you both did this knowingly, but then you went and... Because you were involved with a, a politician in England, right? And you say you had a seven-year affair with Gordon Ramsay, mm -hmm. who's a chef. Mm -hmm. That story was exposed. But when they did come to me and ask for my side of the story, absolutely I want to give it so every word is right. I don't want somebody to write it for me. In my book, I don't name anybody. My yeah, book is and he more... denies it, right? And he still is denying it, yeah. He, he's still denying it. But do you feel bad about talking about that? I mean, y'all did that together, and you knew he was married, mm -hmm. right? I don't feel bad, Dr. Phil, because it's a case of the other woman gets, gets cast aside, whereas these guys tend to go on with their lives, their happy families, whereas we're the ones who suffer, which is why I started my online support group. I'm not saying that the other woman shouldn't take responsibility, especially if they know the man is married, but what, I mean, you can't ever have been the other woman because you're a man, so you'll never understand the guys. Just no, that's things, why I have you all here, you because I, I want to know what you think about this. I really want to say that we are not really chasing married men. And really, we get pursued, or at least for myself. You were but pursued. But the wives, I believe, they want to make sure that their wife stays uncovered and uh, to the public, at least, that nothing really can rock their, their household. And they're coming up with a story, or oh, this woman, this other woman, is trying to destroy my life and my family. <laughs> right. But Where the, husband the husband made over 450 phone calls trying to really, I wasn't really squeezing his arm to call. And I think that's the story you know, that has to be told. Your question was, why is there so, why do these wives get so dramatic? Why, why all this wife well, drama? Well, we are all You're emotional with their husband. I understand that, but you know what? Then just leave it at home, shut the door, and leave the other woman and make it work. Make your, your marriage work. I didn't pursue him. That's the point. That's the bottom line. So either fix your marriage or get out. I mean, you have choices in life, right? All right, now, Brenda... You were in a relationship for two and a half years with a married man? Right. Did you live with him? I did, and I, I did not go after him. I want to say I was in a long-term marriage, 20-plus years. Um, I thought his marriage was over. He was leaving his marriage. I mean, I was, he was not some my type. I, I wasn't even attracted to him. But as we got to know each other, I fell in love with his spirit. And... Um, so, and then he came and he left his wife. I mean, he told me his marriage was over. He was leaving. I didn't pursue anybody. And, so, and I, I guess this is, and, and I'm not sure that makes it okay, because if you know they're married, you know they're married. But the point is, these guys are selling y'all 
a, a, a bunch of lines. I mean, that we hear all the time, and, and you think when you hear it, nobody really believes that. My wife doesn't understand me. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sleeping in the other that room. Good. But you, you bought it, right? And, I but bought then, it. But I didn't he cheat on you with somebody else? Once we moved in and the catch the, was over, or however you want to put it, yeah. Right, the chase was over. The chase was over, and I was his and had a ring, and the date was set, yeah. Then he cheated with somebody else, and you found out. Many. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we have to take a break. Next, how do the women who've been cheated on feel? We're going to hear from one very passionate woman who has been cheated on. She says these mistresses are, in fact, ruining lives, and that they are not helping marriages in some therapeutic way. We'll be right back. Next Monday, the Dr. Phil family drama continues. Alexandra speaks out. My mother is a cold-hearted snake. I'm sorry. <laughs> you say she's doing drugs. Is she putting her kids in danger? My goal is to get Alexandra into rehab. Something could happen to my mother. Everybody thought that I was some sort of drug addict. I'm not. For the first time in five years, Dr. Phil and Marty talk it out. What would it do to you if Nathan was in harm's way? Break my heart. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. A bombshell. I've been on Facebook for my life. Sanford admitted yesterday he cheated on his wife with a woman in Argentina. I hurt my wife. I hurt you all. All I can say is that I apologize. Tonight, former presidential candidate John Edwards admits to an affair that he had dismissed as tabloid trash. I have no idea what you're asking about. I don't respond to these lies. But the rumors he once denied are true. Louisville basketball coach Rick Pitino told police he had sex with a woman who is now accused of trying to extort $10 million from him. Authorities say four local women carried out the ultimate revenge against a cheating husband. The alleged incident happened here at the Lakeview Motel. We're told one of the women lured the victim here because of his infidelity. Things got out of hand when this woman, Therese Zeman, struck the victim in the face and used crazy glue on another part of his body. The victim began screaming for help. That's when the women fled from the motel taking the man's cell phone, wallet, and vehicle. Okay, now that is wife drama right there. Now, those are, those are just a few of the latest scandalous affairs. Today we're talking with the other woman uh, that have been in relationships with married men. Judy, Deborah, Martina, Brenda, Elisa, uh, and Sarah are some of the women uh, from a mistress support group, and they all say that they are lied to just like the wives. Now, what were you saying to me as we were coming out of break about men? 
you're given the impression that we are totally at fault at this and the men are not at fault. And no, I, that's not my intention. That's how it's coming across. Well, but you know why? Is because you don't seem to take any accountability whatsoever. No accountability. Right. I, I mean, mean, you have I'm to understand, you, you made the decision to do this. I'm just saying everybody has to own it. Do the, are the guys the one that are out on the prowl? Absolutely. Are they married and violating that? Yes. Are they the one that took the vow? Yes. Are they the one that's breaking the contract with their wife? Yes. Do you have a contract with anybody? No. I get all of that. But don't tell me that you don't understand why a woman would be upset about you sleeping with her husband. But Dr. Phil, we can't yes. force a man to cheat. It's impossible to try and force a man to have sex with you or to cheat on his wife. I think it's a conscious decision. He doesn't just wake up that morning and think, I'm going to go out and cheat today. He's unhappy, he's lacking in certain things he should be talking to his wife about, but instead he comes out and meets women like us and reels us in with his unhappiness. We are emotionally needy, he's okay. unhappy, it's not rocket science. What, what, you say he comes out and meets women like us. What are women like you? Single what? women who get taken in, perhaps we're emotionally needy, unmarried, we can't meet, there's very, very few decent single guys out there, so sometimes when the wrong guy comes along and he's married, we don't say no. But aren't you cheating yourself? Yes. I mean, you, you, you've been in this for 15 years, and where are you now? You are divorced and living alone. Mm -hmm. I'm living with my children. Well, but you... Okay. <laughs> okay. I think we no, should... I know what you're saying. I don't, I don't really, think you do. I don't have a future. I think you're cheating us right so You're now. cheating yourself here. I'm, I'm actually trying to help you here. I wish we'd have had this conversation 14 years yeah, and 51 weeks ago because I would have told you this is a dead-end street. Listen, time. take it from guy to guy. Just let me... Let me be your friend at the factory here. They have lied to y'all, correct? Right. And, and, and some of it, you knew better. Come on, don't tell me you didn't know better when you were hearing it. You believed it because you wanted to believe it. I understand that everybody thinks that we are the ones that are wrong, but we do get stuck loving these men. And Sarah has brought us together so that we can vent and our pain is heard and understood. Nobody else will hear our what pain. Listen, make no mistake, you? make no mistake. I do not doubt for one second that you guys have experienced a lot of pain as a process of this. I totally get that. Now, Melvin is here and she says both men and mistresses are to blame. Uh, what do you say about this? Stand up if you would so it can I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm listening to all of this and it's very sad to me because I have been cheated on and you have inflicted pain upon myself and other women who were in committed relationships. It's not any one of you all's business to fix a man's marriage. You have no business dating, talking to, going to lunch, you know, you're helping him, counseling him, a man about his marital issues. You give advice you work with? Isn't that a natural thing to do? Okay, Why here's, don't you put here's, here's where I'm going with it. If the man because, is married you know, and you know it, if the man is married I mean, and you know point. it, I don't care what you point have to time bring you it find out, out about you have to wear it. Whether it was initial contact, whether it was after six months, two months, three months, you know that he's is, married. Don't talk to them and don't you have the opportunity to say no. I can talk to the same time. I can't hear either one of you. Because you're trying to justify me and you're never going to justify it. Time out. Time out. Time out. Uh, 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 uh,
no, 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 we all know oh it's been going on. Good okay, what do you want to say? One at a time. Go ahead. Why don't you just walk our shoes and just be no, like with walk your co-worker and don't counsel and don't say anything and don't give any advice. Just try that. No, no, no. No, I will never try that. Oh, okay. But it's a natural thing to do. I know myself. We're not looking for that. And I will never try to walk in your shoes to sleep and tear up a person's marriage and their family. Period. We what didn't it ask like for it. Me? Maybe, maybe we, we need to go this way. If you're going we shopping, you know it's Christmas time, right? You got a bunch that's of bags. Somebody's chasing so you. Got a mask yeah. and a gun. Well, you're just yeah, going to go. Oh, here's my stuff. Yeah, that's it's coming right. Okay. No, 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 we didn't oh, ask oh, for oh, it. Oh, time out. <laughs> time out. Time out. See that sign up there? Yeah. It's my show. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. But if you are hurting from dating somebody's husband and you don't get him, which is what you ultimately want is for him to leave his wife and to come and be a husband to you, then you own that pain. That pain has your name on it and you need to deal with that pain. If this lady as a wife would like us to own our own pain, I would like to say, do wives own their own responsibilities to keep their husbands happy in all areas? Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Let her finish. So that he doesn't feel the need. Okay, let her, let her finish. So that he may not feel the need and desire to cheat on you. That's uh, not your business. What is wrong I'm not with if my a business? I'm asking if you take it, that responsibility. That's all I'm asking. Do wives... But why is that a concern to you? Because about what's going on why. in his marriage? If he's married, just say no. Speak you're because you're putting it back on us. It's because because it should like be back on you. No, it should be back not. with your husband. Okay, we've got to take a break. Y'all keep going. An extramarital confession that may upset you. He's been cheating on his wife with multiple women for years and says he wants to reveal his lies and stop this today. We'll see. Now, all of you wives out there may not like what he has to say, but knowledge is power, and you need to know how some husbands act when you're not around. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, Mark is, Mark is legally married but separated from his wife and having an affair with his live-in girlfriend while he's also cheating on her with another woman. He says he wants to stop all this, but he's honest in saying he just doesn't know if he can. Now, Mark has agreed to speak with us today, but he doesn't want his face shown on TV. 
So, what do you want to say, Mark? It is our fault. It is. And I don't want my son to grow up like me. I don't. But I've always been like that. I just don't know how it stops. I don't even know how it starts. I'll get married. I'll always tell myself that I'm not going to do it again, and I always end up doing it. You've had multiple affairs. When I say multiple, I mean multiple with a capital N. Yeah. Right? Okay. How do you get these women to do this? You just talk to them. But, but they're, they're saying that it's, it's, it's lies, it's poor me, it's... How, how no, do you do it? Never, how do you never, do it? It's never poor me, it's just you, you're nice to them. That's all it is. And you can't blame the wife. You can't. It's not the wife's fault. It's the guy's fault, period. Okay? So was your wife treating you well when you were out cheating? All of them were. Pardon me? All of my wives, ex-wives were. So all of your ex-wives were treating you well. Yes. But and despite that, you went out and, and cheated. And cheated. I say this in all due respect, uh, you know, take it from one mutt to another. You ain't exactly Brad Pitt. No, I'm not. Okay? Um, no, I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> at least you've got hair. I mean, come on. But even so, you find all of these willing participants out there. Yes. Okay, and, and so what would you say to a woman to be nice to her? How, how would you do this? I would just introduce myself and talk to him, say he looked pretty. And believe it or not, sometimes women are looking just for sex. And that's all it comes down to. And you're just, you're nice to them, you strike the conversation, and they start liking you and leads from this to that. And eventually, before you know it, you're in a, another relationship. Wow. Relationship. Well, because okay. it starts out as an affair. Do you hide the fact that you're married? At first, yes. <laughs> okay. So does the girl that you're living with and cheating on, does she know you're cheating on her? She suspects, but the girl I'm cheating on with the girl I'm cheating on, not the girl I'm living with, the other girl, she knows that I'm still married and live with my girlfriend. And the girl that you're living with who doesn't know you're cheating on her, does she watch the Dr. Phil show? Oh, uh, yeah, she'll see it. So she will see this yes. and she'll recognize your voice. Yes, she knows I'm on here. And so she's now going to know that you're yeah. cheating on her. Is, how do you feel about that? It needs to come out, because I, I recently got full custody of my son. And, and he's, he's very, 16. He's 16. He's very naive. So I don't want him knowing it's okay to do it. Well, because that would be a lie, right? Because it's not okay to do it's it. It's not okay, right. I don't want and, him thinking... And listen, you, you have to understand, Mark, seriously. Mm -hmm. The most powerful role model in any child's life is the same-sex parent. You are the role model. You, and it's not just what you say. That's how you do it. I act. It's it, seven percent of all communication is verbal. The rest of it is what you don't say, but what you do, how you conduct yourself, right, what you, right. what kind of example you set. And, and believe me, children, naive as they may be, are very perceptive when they're focused on that role model. A at some point, you have to decide what's more important to you: the, the hedonistic impulse to say, "I'm a hunter, and there's some prey, right. and I'm going to do that," or I'm a nurturer, I have a son that's going to be living with me, and I need to clean up my act and start setting an example right. where there's some standard so he doesn't live with the kind of problems that, that you're have. living with. Right. I mean, that's the decision you have to make. You know, some of the biggest lies that Sarah says that almost every cheating man tells, uh, she lists these in the book, but she says, number one, they say, I'm not married in the true sense of the word. So the whole point being is either we're separated or we don't have intimacy anymore, where it's just a matter of convenience. Number two, my wife doesn't understand me. I guess that must still work. Uh, 
I'm going to leave my wife after the holidays or her birthday. It's just a matter of time. I'm waiting for this, this to come up. I'm currently separated. I keep my ring on to protect the children. Okay, now whether you like it or not, <laughs> the biggest marriage mistakes that women make, I want to talk about that. We'll, I don't say that you want to hear from these women on this, but if you understand where the vulnerabilities come from, what allows them to get into a position uh, of trespassing, uh, maybe it's worth hearing. If you would like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. Why do affairs happen? And how can you avoid one from happening to you? Now, I've said you might not like the answer to some of these questions, but, and I'm not saying this is how it should be, but I can tell you practically, I can pr tell you pragmatically that you're going to increase the chances of keeping your man at home and away from another woman if you are willing to work at it. Is your failure to work at it, does that explain or excuse his choice to go outside the marriage? Absolutely not. No question, it does not. But I'm telling you practically that if you invest in your marriage or relationship, you take the time to work on such things as dating and intimacy and quiet time and privacy and keeping yourself uh, well-groomed and as attractive as you can, then you're going to improve your chances. If every day he sees you in baggy sweatpants and a chip clip in your hair uh, and no makeup on, and he leaves and goes out into the world around women that are fluffed up and dressed up and all, that there's going to be a contrast there. You need to know that. And the same thing is true with you guys. I mean, if you're still wearing the sweatpants you wore in high school, and you've now got a beer gut hanging out over the top of them, and you fall asleep in your chair and make animal noises. <laughs> I mean, that just is not appealing. All right, when we come back, I'm going to let the audience ask questions of these women. I'm going to let each one of them make the point they think is most important. Today we're talking about infidelity and we're trying to look inside infidelity and what I've been doing is giving you the point of view because I've talked to so many wives that say this other woman she's a tramp she's an interloper she's this she's that what is she thinking well I've tried to give you an opportunity to hear what the other woman is thinking and I think probably you've understood from this that um, you know, it's just not all fun and games on this side uh, of the issue either, that they wind up with as much pain, uh, emptiness, and heartache as you may. And you say, well, they got to own that pain, as Melvin is saying. Uh, but I'm going to let the audience ask some questions here. So, hang on. I, no, I've got a mic. Go ahead. I think as a single woman, I have been divorced, but I, I'm embarrassed by behavior like this and I think there's a line you don't cross and that is the, the moment you find out they're married don't let them in again and I, I'm ashamed of that 
respect for marriage. And I just think that you guys sound like victims to me. You no, sound I like a victim. I think there's no victims. That's what we're trying to say. Is there, there are a lot we are, of victims. You know, a lot we of victims. No, we're not victims. Yeah, absolutely. We can there are victims. no victims. Absolutely there can. are only volunteers, right? The I victims mean. are the children, okay? Those are the victims. And the, and the wives. And the, and, and the wives. And somebody who's lied to, who doesn't know that they're getting involved with somebody that's married, that puts a ring on their finger and takes them out in public. That How are you to know? There are flags. I truly believe you're there right. Are there are flags. Sometimes they are such good liars mm -hmm. that you don't see those flags. And what happens to my children that are extremely devastated over the man that spoiled them rotten, okay. and now they are upset over all the lies and everything that he told me. Listen, there's no question. If there is a situation where you truly don't know that somebody is married. You truly have been suckered. You, in good faith, believe that this is a legitimate relationship. That's one situation. But come on, you guys know better. You either knew better in the beginning or you knew better soon enough into right. it that you right. could have said no. Right. And I, you I chose not to. Nobody wants to talk about the man taking responsibility. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why wait a minute. isn't no, anybody no, no. yelling at him? No, let me, let me say what I'm going to say. What you just said is not true. What you just said is not true. It's just convenient to your story. Because you're saying no, nobody wants to talk about the man being responsible. I have said chapter and verse, the man that makes the decision to violate the covenant and tell lies by omission or commission okay. is responsible. The audience, that I meant. does not give you a free pass. I meant the audience. There's two sides to this. There's two three parts, and I take responsibility. I have my own blame, shame, guilt, whatever. What I'm saying is the audience don't seem to want to take it. the fact that married men have a responsibility not to cheat on their wives. That's all. I think that. the audience sees that very clearly. Do you or do you not recognize that the man has responsibility not to cheat on his wife? Okay. What's the most important thing you want people to understand from being here today? I don't want to be seen as a victim, but I don't want to be seen as the person who caused this and that I'm evil for having done it. Okay, but is what you did by making a conscious decision to have a relationship with a married man, was that wrong? According to the laws of our society, yes. I mean... But in your mind, in your mind it wasn't wrong? It wasn't wrong when I was in it. Yep. I do feel that I'm not a victim in this and that it is a social problem and it's all about some other addictions I feel. I think it happens in an addictive personalities and obsessions happen with it and sometimes, you know, it's like you can't just put it down, unfortunately. So what's the, the one thing you want you want people to that know that the other women do take responsibility but to a point and it's not really to bring the other woman down and their family. Okay, just deal with it on your own and we will deal with it on our part. What's the you most important thing you want people to understand? Well, One, you've said, I think, very succinctly, in case you don't mention this, I want to say it for you. Um, every situation is different. Yeah, thank um, you. And, mm -hmm. and I think you made that point. What else did you want to say? Yeah. Well, a lot of you women are so angry with us when he's sitting there telling you, and a lot of you women may not know, but you may have a husband just like that.
at home. The, the man I was involved with went to church every Sunday. I thought I was getting Mr. Perfect. I just wanted to get married again. I loved my home life. I put myself into my children. I did let myself maybe go wear the sweatpants and bake the cookies, and I was the room mother, and I did all that. So, and, I, and I was sad that my marriage had to end. He knew what I was looking for, and that's what he presented himself as. Everybody's got a different story, and everybody's so angry at us and generalizing. It's like we're all out to get your husbands, and that's, we don't want anybody's husbands. We want our own guys. You didn't want somebody else's husband? Of course not. Yeah. Sarah? Well, I'd like to say that in, t in a regular story, there's two sides to a story. In an affair, there's three. And I don't care if people love me or hate me, but I hope they could listen to me, wives especially, because I want you to know what some of your husbands are capable of, the depth of lies and deceit that they do tell us. And, you know, you could be sitting here now and your husband could be telling another woman, my wife is dying of cancer, I need somebody to support me and to lean on. You know, they, I want women to know that. And I also want to try and help them affair-proof their marriages in certain ways that they won't go and cheat on them. And the way you would affair-proof their marriages is to tell them what top three things? Well, think, and I know you don't want to hear this, but things like act more like a mistress. Stay up late at night, even if you're tired, to hear what your husband's day was like. Don't always give him your problems if it's not the right time. Look as hot as you can. Have lots of sex with him. Make him feel special. That's why people cheat, if they're not being made to feel special. We all, as human beings, want to feel loved and special. And if you're not doing it for your partner, and he goes to the office and the new girl in the public relations department is hot, gives him that smile, he will gravitate to her to have that feeling that he's not getting at home. We'll be right back. Next Monday, the Dr. Phil family drama continues. Alexandra speaks out. My mother is a cold-hearted snake. I'm sorry. <laughs> you say she's doing drugs. Is she putting her kids in danger? My goal is to get Alexandra into rehab. Something could happen to my mother. Everybody thought that I was some sort of drug addict. I'm not. For the first time in five years, Dr. Phil and Marty talk it out. What would it do to you if Nathan was in harm's way? Break my heart. You heard what I said on the show, but to find out what I said after the show, visit DrPhil.com and click on Dr. Phil Uncensored. Well, I hope you found this uh, discussion interesting. Uh, we'll do this topic uh, when you want us to do it, because I know infidelity is a big thing. We, you know, we work on all kinds of shows here. Um, and marriage is a big one to us. If you have a marriage dilemma, go to drphil.com, click be on the show, and tell us your story. Because I know it's tough out there right now. There's a lot of stress and a lot of pressure uh, on marriage. And I'm not going to throw you under the bus because you got a problem. I'm going to try to help you with it. So if you do have a problem and you want some help, drphil.com, click on Be On The Show. For more information on warning signs about whether or not there could be infidelity going on in your relationship, go to drphil.com. We'll kind of have a list of those warning signs there. I want to thank Sarah Simons. Uh, her book is called Having an Affair, A Handbook for the Other Woman. Um, so if you want to read that and see uh, that point of view, then there you have it. Thanks for being here. So long.